passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Breaking news, Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They're once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Trust me, I think I need one. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped's products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using Bubba as your promo code for 20% off and free shipping. The Beard Hedger Pro Kit is waterproof, so you can shave in the shower to avoid all the hair in the sink. The titanium-coated T-blade is tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. Don't forget about the beard shampoo and conditioner. You need to remember that your beard hair is different. It's more coarse. It's easier to damage than the hair on your head. Cap the kit off with some beard balm. The Pro Beard Kit comes with three free gifts plus a beard brush, comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with promo code Bubba at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Just use promo code Bubba. Manscaped Beard Hedger. One stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. Hello, welcome to a special Blummel edition, exclusive podcast. Do I have you on the right mic? Mic four? four. No. We're working on some stuff, folks. Be patient with us. Enjoy some royalty-free music while we're at it. Good news, though. There we go. Found another rat. Oh, we did. Alive, dead? Dead. Excellent. Um, I feel, I feel bad, like... Hoping for the demise of any animal, but uh, when they're in, when you're dwelling in your home or in a place where you work, you just, you just can't, you just can't. Like, what, what does PETA think about pest control? They hate it. They don't even like people having pets. Even if you treat them well, they think that you should let them all free and they can do what they want. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a problem when you've domesticated an animal for, you know, 40,000 years from a, from a wolf to a chihuahua. It can't fend for itself anymore. You've created a, right. a, a species that's dependent on you. Absolutely. Because they're fun and they, they like you and, and they're, they're loyal. Cute. They're cute. And loyalty is very important. 
So that's why people like their pets so much. Um, I really enjoyed, you know, kind of traveling down memory lane a little bit today during the show is nice for me to kind of reminisce about a, t- a different time and place for me. Um, a way different place. Yeah. I, and now that I've got Bubba on this Thailand kick, if you've missed the show today, Bubba is looking at real estate properties <laughs> in Kolipe and in Bangkok and surrounding uh, areas. Um, it was a uh, it it was a really like incredible time during my life where the stars just kind of aligned. I was young and I just old, how old were you? Twenty three. Okay. Prime age, not not eighteen. Getting a little old, but yeah. Just getting old, <laughs> but uh, it was. I was so lucky that I was able to have like such a crazy adventure, and not for like. I mean, you talk to people, they're like, "Oh yeah, I've been all over. I went to Thailand for five days." I'm like, "Wow, like that's you don't really get a grip off of anything for it's still five cool, days." Though. No, it's still cool. But, I, I know what you're saying. I agree. But I'm also glad that because I was young and because I was poor, am poor, but was poorer then um i i wasn't i didn't want to also i didn't want to go to a resort like i want i didn't want to go to on vacation like i wanted to fucking see i wanted to be shocked culturally i wanted the culture shock i wanted to be in the mix with you know the tourists who were backpacking who were interacting with the locals who were trying to barter who were going to the temples and not going on like tours and stuff, but we're just trying to navigate a, a, a place that's so vastly different from home and try to learn about the people and their culture, but also be, you know, fucking hammered 90% of the time. After a certain point, I remember being like, I was over the culture shit, cultural shit. I was just like, mm-hmm. if I see one more fucking temple, because you see one, you see two, you're like, I think I'm done. But we kept trying to see like new. Oh, this is a Taoist. Oh, this is a Buddhist. Oh, this is a. I was just like enough, enough. <laughs> um, but I, I'm so, so fortunate for that, for that brief time in my life where I mean, like I can't even imagine. Mostly just because of commitments, and I don't even have a family or anything, but just commitments of work and shit. Just life. Yeah, where I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna buy a one way ticket and see how it goes. Like that's <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what I told my parents. My mom's like, what? Um, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go with some friends. She's like, well, where are you gonna like go? I'm like, I don't know. We bought a we bought a Lonely Planet book. That was the guide. Mm-hmm. That was the tour guide. That was. She's like, what does that mean? I'm like, it's this book that tells you what's cool. And she's like, what the fuck? So. You know, I had my papers, I got my shots, just like R. Kelly said, and just kind of went on a crazy adventure. So um, it was nice thinking about those times. And it it wasn't, and it's funny because it's like, what do I miss so much about like your your 20s and or, or when you were a young person? And it may seem like, oh, it's obvious because you were young and da, da, da. But really what it was is like the lack of responsibility and then not feeling bad about the lack of responsibility. Sure. You know, it wasn't, it was like, I, 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 like in my mind for many years, not many, but several years, I was just like, I'm having, I'm being crazy. I'm being crazy. I got no plan. But in my head, I was like, this is, this, this is supposed to be the time it is. that I, that I, here, I can turn down the AC. Oh, you're good. Sorry. Um, 
This is supposed to be the time when you're young and carefree and you're just getting drunk during the day every day. It doesn't matter. This is this is what you're supposed to be doing. Um, and then I remember just a stark difference as soon as I went to grad school. I turned 25 and then it was just like, so what are you doing with your life? I'm like, why are people asking me all these questions? I don't like all these questions. But before it was like, oh, I'm bartending in, uh, I could say like, oh, I'm, I'm bartending in fucking Yemen. People are like, oh, yeah, you're young. Fucking go for it. So, um, but it's cool to kind of like look back at pictures and be like, that was fucking crazy. I walked by a place that said, we have hand jobs, take care. Like, that's funny. So I was about to say 813-90-Bubba, but I I forgot that we're just, uh, we're we're not recording here. But uh, no, no Bubba 199, like pending, Mm -mm. which is unfortunate because um, I've really like, I'm I'm getting in this DJ deal. Like, I like it. It's a fun hobby. I I feel making horns all lined up. Yeah, I do. I really, I really enjoy it. I I feel like uh, you know you have the image of like the gigs you could have, and it's nothing like oh, be it ultra one day. It's just like oh, maybe I could do a bar gig once in a while. Yeah, Joshua Tree by myself. But um, I'm like, that would be cool. And I'm not even thinking of it as like a monetary thing. I'm just thinking like, that'd be so fun to mm-hmm. kind of control the party and get people dancing. And Yeah, they're all there because of what you're doing. Right. And, you know, like softly co- coerce people into listening to things that I like to listen to. Because I, I like doing that. I like playing. I always like playing DJ. Even when we go on trips, I'm always the one controlling the music. Yeah. So... I, I I do enjoy that, and it's just a fun a fun hobby to have. Now, when you plan on DJing, like whenever this one ninety nine happens, yeah, hopefully sooner rather than later. But looking at the calendar, it's going to be a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have like a set playlist? Like, here's a Madu, or do you have like random songs you're like I can pick from these depending on the mood, or how does that work? I think I'm just gonna have a a playlist of songs. If okay. I want to like skip a song here, they're fine. But okay. for the most part, I'm not gonna try to be. I feel like I I don't have the not that I don't have the skills, but I'm gonna just try to, to keep the stress as low as possible. Of course. Um, I don't want to be making a lot of audibles and like, oh, let's switch to Latin stuff or whatever. I won't be taking. This is not gonna be total request live, so you know, please don't call in and make requests because then I have to actually download the song, and it's just yeah. it's a nightmare. So I'm just gonna kind of um. Have, now, have you done like a mock? like a one hour or two hours straight DJing or are you still like kind of playing with it? I'm just kind of fucking around with okay. it. And it's weird. Cause like, I'll be like really into it and for like an hour and then an hour and one minute, I'm like, ah, over it. Don't want to, don't want to touch course, it. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm annoyed with it or not annoyed, but I'm just like, okay, how many times can I, you know, press the Q button or <laughs> do a wiki wiki or whatever. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm designating, you know, even if I can designate like 20 minutes a day just to kind of fuck around and yeah. feel a little bit more comfortable with everything. I was doing some research yesterday mm-hmm. at the house, and we we briefly talked about it, d- about doing different things, websites and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of getting deep down the rabbit hole, and there was a point where I was like, okay, I got to stop. Like, my brain hurts. Like, yeah. I, I've learned what I need to learn for now. Like, I can't, I can't. Yeah. Few, like, it was a couple hours. Like, I'm I'm good. Yeah, that's how I feel uh, with jujitsu, oftentimes it's like uh, I learn some stuff, and then sometimes after class, they'll be like, uh, the instructor will be showing a few students some stuff, and I will actively just walk away. 
because I'm like, my brain is full. I, I learned a bunch of shit that here's the thing. Like you take a class and um, especially with jujitsu, because the the learning rate is pretty like slow because sure. you learn one move. That's like one one letter. And then it and then yeah. the goal is to write a paragraph. Right. Mm hmm. So like, oh, you learn this one position or this one move. It's like, okay, you know, you learn a letter, um, and then it it takes about like ten years to speak the language. So it just yeah. it takes a long time. You still got to build a word and then sentence structure. And yeah, all that. right, exactly. Punctuation. Yeah, all that sort of <laughs> stuff. So that when you learn like one position or like one basic move, that's like one letter. Mm -hmm. uh, so yesterday, I would say we were putting together a few words, and that's good. yeah. But then you you know that in a few days you're gonna you're gonna forget parts of the letters of the words and how does it start and where was my foot again? So you literally have to do things thousands of times mm -hmm. for it to really sink in um, and kind of incorporate it into your into your game. But uh, now, yeah, did you hear someone say that it's like learning letters, or do you just just make that up? Um. I feel like I may have used that okay. before, but to be honest with you, I did hear, I think, I listened to Jocko Willink like. talk about it sometimes, and um, I, I think he was kind of, or maybe it was Rogan, or maybe it was Rogan talking to Jocko okay, or something okay. like that, That's and they were kind analogy. of, yeah, I think, it, I think I took it from them, to be okay. honest with you, but I've said the things like, I just know a few words, but they even broke it down even farther, they're like, when you learn one move, it's like a letter, Okay. so they made it seem like, you know... You you know even less than you think you know, sort of a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a good practice for. And again, I'm I'm doing it not just to be try to be better at at jujitsu, but also to kind of you know to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And I, I'm 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 trying to understand like why I value these things that it seems like a lot of people just don't. They're like, why would you want to be uncomfortable? And I'm like. That's a valid question. Mm -hmm. Like, why would I want to be uncomfortable? I think at the end of the day, what I'm what I'm learning, not just about, and this isn't like just some self development, like woo woo bullshit. Like, I'm talking about like dopamine reward cycles. Like, when you get into really like the physiology of the brain, the the biochemistry of the brain, and how to reset your dopamine so that you can actually get hits and feel good again. Um is the fact that you really do kind of have to do things that are challenging or hard so that when you complete them you get a you get a bump in dopamine either cuz you did something well or you did something hard and you completed it or you did something that you didn't want to but you did it cuz you said you were going to do it mm -hmm. and i just think at the end of the day that that breeds like some sort of self-confidence um i really like i do you know who uh, chris williamson is no He's one of these, like, I don't want to say, it's not self-help, but he's interviewing the the Goggins and the Jordan Petersons okay. and, like, trying to, you know, talking everything, talking about everything from, like, wokeism to fasting, like, all things self-development um, and world's politics, just like, kind of like a Rogan. Mm -hmm. And he's been on Rogan before. But anyways, he quoted someone saying something, and I was like, oh, here we go, some fucking trite bullshit. <laughs> but, dude, it was, like, pretty good. So okay. maybe I'll share, I'll share it with the class. But he was talking to Goggins, and, of course, if you don't know who David Goggins is, um, I recommend looking this man up. He's, uh, 
I don't know if I really um I admire him for sure. Mm. I don't know if I like envy his life. Mm, yeah. Uh I don't want to I'm like do you ever smile? Like do you ever laugh at things cuz he's so serious, but David Goggins is this like um ultra how would you I mean motivational speaker. Like he's all about and he likes being uncomfortable. Yes, overcoming things by putting yourself in situations where there's like se- there's either severely challenging or severely painful. I mean, he ran like a hundred miles on with shin splints, and um, That's easy. <laughs> like, I'll like go through like the Mojave Desert, like like doing um, tire flips, like shit like that, yeah. with no water, like just just crazy stuff where things that people say it's stupid stuff. Yeah, to the point where you're like, okay, I mean, what are we really trying to do, and what are, what are we trying to prove here? Yeah, what are we doing here? But. Oh, him and Chris, Chris was quoting a friend of his, but what he said, and it was something along the lines of, I'm probably going to fuck it up, but it was something along the lines of like, you don't get self-confidence from yelling self-affirmations at yourself in the mirror. You get self-confidence from having undeniable, like lots of undeniable proof that you say who you, who that you are, who you say you are. Yeah. Yeah. Just having a proof and then at the end of that it said outwork your self-doubt like you're doubtful about something i don't know if i can do it fucking outwork your self-doubt so that was kind of my little mantra yesterday during class work because i have a lot of hang-ups during jujitsu because i'm like man i should be better than this person they just started what the fuck they're giving me a run for my money i mean even i took a women's class on saturday and there was this mom that came in she's probably like I don't know, pushing 50. And uh, she was she was big, but not fat, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like she was like tall and like kind of built. Sure. Um, and uh, we did like a little drill and it was her first day ever. And like I like couldn't get out of her grips. Like it was pretty bad. Like to the point where, you know, we finished the drill and I'm like, why don't you just stay? Like the person who stays in one. So I'm like, why don't you just stay in, you know, to mm-hmm. get more practice and the instructor was like, well, she, you didn't technically win, but also, Anna, you didn't really get out of her grips. I'm like, I know, so I'll, I'll let you take it. And I've been doing this shit for a year and a half, and it was this bitch's, like, first day. But, um... But, I mean, she did she just have the strength? Yeah, and it's like I started in a compromising position, and I had to get oh, out of it. Like, okay. the exercise for me was to escape. Okay. Um, And I, like, halfway did it, but not to the point where, like, maybe De- I should have. I also wasn't going full throttle, because, like... Yeah, definitely at the advantage of the person with more strength too. If they, yeah. they start out in the better position. Yeah, like she, she had her legs wrapped around me from, like she was taking back control and I had to get out of back oh, control. Okay. So that's when someone has their hands kind of like uh, like in a seat belt around your chest and you have to kind of escape mm-hmm. their grips. So, you know, there's lots of moments like that where I'm like, what is, why, why am I like this? So instead of putting energy towards that i'm like okay we'll just fucking work it out what went wrong what like this is all about technique allegedly so i just need to be i just need to get my technique better so it was good yesterday yesterday was a good class i i i felt like i hurt i felt like i hurt somebody (laughs) during the class you felt like you hurt somebody (laughs) yeah yeah okay yeah it was i there was just this um it was this like st- this superhuman uh, renaissance strength that came over me. Um, Guy comes out with a cast on his arm or leg. Yeah, or I mean it was a, it was a chick, but I was just uh, 
you know, I'm I'm always hesitant to go to the ground because mm-hmm. with jujitsu, for those that don't know, is you start standing, and then eventually you guys you go to the ground. But sometimes the the uh, progression to the ground can be very violent it, right. with the throwing. If you've seen uh, any sort of judo throws, those are popular. Wrestling. Um, for I'm for a, those that don't know, sorry, there's mm-hmm. no striking. No, no hitting. Right. Yeah, there's no hitting. Um, I did get kicked in the head last night by this dude, and I, I was most of the time I'm like, I misses like uh miss uh, it's okay, like, mm-hmm. it's okay. But uh, last night I was like, really? <laughs> like I literally said that I was like, really? Like you just fucking kicked me in the head, like hard too. Right. Seeing stars. Like it was kind of like the back, like a, the corner of my mm. like occipital lobe, if that's what you call it, the the cranium there. But, um, you know, he was a, he was a slightly portly fellow, and um, maybe just didn't have the the dexterity he thought he had, and thought he could swing that leg right over my head and 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 choke me with you know the and hand and the gi, and he just fucking kicked me in the head. And I most of the time I'm like, I'll be like, oh, and I'll be like, oh. Because I'm trying to make friends, but I was in I was in no mood yesterday, and I just said, "Really?" I was like, "Fucking really, dude!" And he was just like, oh, "I'm sorry." I'm like, "Like, all right, listen, I get we're making mistakes, but like, really, just maybe, just not do it as hard, or like, you're you're literally 230 pounds, like you're a big fucking dude, you got a little bit of a gut, like, come on, like, let's not just." Full throttle it. You're not very flexible. Right. And there was funny after class. I saw him trying to do the splits. Like he was really trying oh. to stretch. So it's like, hey, I appreciate it. You're trying to work on your mobility and your flexibility and whatnot. But, but yeah, yesterday was was pretty crazy. Like I was, um, you know, I always walk into class and I I see the people that are there all the time that that whoop my ass mm-hmm. and it's you go oh, no is it is it gonna happen again today um but but yesterday uh this girl who I would say is pretty much on par and those are my favorite roles because I know with the with the guys it's nice to roll because they let you try stuff on them because they can't go full throttle on you no because you know I'm in the camp of uh, biological differences it, it looks, exist here's the thing you know yes it boils down to technique however someone that's way stronger is probably gonna win like yeah, um, I mean, Which I think is that why it, they have weight classes and stuff, right? And I think Bubba even tells the story of Rob Khan that like Rob Khan tried to put. Uh, My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile, and I can do it all for fifteen dollars a month when you purchase a three month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month.
a month to get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabyte on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Shaq in like an arm bar and Shaq just like stood up. Yeah. And was just like, just like shook, shaking shook him, him off. off. <laughs> like, so yeah, I mean, certainly right. Technique helps. But like, just like you said, there's weight classes in these sports. You Mm -hmm. don't see someone, you don't see Floyd Mayweather. He would never fight Mike Tyson, even if they had the same skill level. It's just not, it's It's just the power, the mass. Yeah. I hate using the term, but it's it's not fair. No, it's it's not. not. And it's so funny because it's, we draw lines in the sand when we're like, you know, with the whole, yeah, yeah, whatever in sports, but. Um, but we are perfectly happy to accept that there's weight classes and and respect those boundaries mm-hmm. within, uh, you know, male and or female sports. So it's uh, the guys usually, if they're a higher belt, they're just there to learn and, and let you try stuff, which is nice. And then sometimes with the bigger girls, they also have to be careful with you sure. because uh, I've been crushed by some some big girls before. Smell alone. Yeah, <laughs> that too. That too. So the ones that are about my size are probably the most fun to roll with because then it's like you just, of course, you full throttle it. So uh, yesterday, I feel like I I I full throttled it, and the. <laughs> I felt really bad because I got this girl in in this weird, and my technique isn't great, but I got this girl in this weird, like, it's called a guillotine choke. It's kind of a choke. It's a choke. Mm -hmm. But I didn't fully, like, sink it in, so she's trying to get out of it, which was actually worse because it was, like, cranking her neck really weird. So it's not really, like, choking her, but it's, like, pulling her neck in a really, really uncomfortable position, and she's trying to get out of it, and she can't. Um, And then she tapped... And the look on her face when she emerged from uh, stretching my, her neck. Yeah. She and she's kind of like a like I'll see some people in class will will where they will get hurt, but they'll mask their face. Mm-hmm. Like they'll try to be tough about it. She's not like that. Okay. Like she'll fully show with her face. And I thought she was gonna cry. Like it was really bad. I oh, felt no. yeah, I felt I felt almost bad, but then I'm also like on it's it's, it's the sport. It's cool, no big deal. Um, 
But yeah, so it is. It's a little bit strange to to especially when you're with new people. They're like afraid to do anything, and I'm like, I'll grab a, a new girl's arm and I'll like yank it around like my my throat. I'm like fucking go 100 percent like so that they feel comfortable being close Mm -hmm. because the intimacy of the sport is like really awkward you're like hi how are you nice to meet you we're trying to kill someone um but it's it's cool it's a cool community of people and i'm really really glad that i i started um i know we were talking about the uh russia ukraine deal um which has people on edge and then we were outside chatting and what what noise was that that we heard <laughs> rumbling in the distance okay so i believe it was multiple f-35 lightning twos doing unrestricted climbs out of mcdill okay obviously is that uh, just like maybe practice for a big game sort of deal or because the so, super bowl's over so so there's been um there's been a few F-35 jets from uh, out of state. I don't remember where. Mm-hmm. Uh, practicing at McDill for a couple of weeks. But, like, it was a very loud rumbling noise. And it sounded like it was coming from the airport that's right here. However, it was coming from the totally other direction. Mm. And it was loud and it rumbled for quite a while. Yeah. So that was a little bit alarming. Um, <laughs> but, uh Yeah. Do I, th- if you were to venture a guess, and of course, and it's, it's hard to say because obviously nobody knows, but do you think that this is going to, this is going to go somewhere dark? <sighs> is this going to be World War III? I'm going to say no to that. Will okay. it go somewhere dark? I think, I think there'll be something that happens that like, is like, ooh, that was close. But like. Yeah. I feel like it's I, I feel like there's going to be some sort of de-escalation. Right. I don't know why I'm optimistic. I shouldn't be. Now, I should you, know better. Do you think it'll de-escalate from here or do you think it will escalate from here and then de-escalate? Because I here's um, what I think. I think it's going <laughs> to escalate. There's going to be an event where it's like that was close or like well Russia almost did this or like there's going to be like a oh wow like we were on the brink of this and then it'll de-escalate. But nothing will actually happen. Yeah. Um, you know, much like a game of chess, you you don't just think about your next move, but you think about the repercussions of that move mm-hmm. and and what that makes you susceptible to. So it's like, okay, yeah, you want to throw a nuke over to the West, whether it be the U.S. or another NATO country. Right. Um, but then you know that that's not going to go... Um, unretaliated against well, something will happen to you and you're going to lose. And um, Russia's not in a, in a good spot because Putin is feeling like he's backed into a corner and he is trying to, you know, <clears throat> he, he's trying to convince the Russian people that th- they are being threatened by the West, their way of life, their culture, everything about the essence of Russia is under threat and he can't look like a fucking punk ass bitch in front of his own people because he needs their support. And oddly enough, and I've listened to quite a bit of Lex Friedman, who is, I believe he's half Ukrainian, half Russian. So it's basically, I mean, not to Mm -hmm. say it's the same shit, but you know, uh, Eastern Bloc and he was born in the Soviet Union and all that. And 
he said, you know, for as much shit as we talk about Putin and we say he's a dictator and all the stuff, which, you know, he is, but he's pretty popular. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, are you taking a, a survey in public and people are afraid to voice the real opinion? That's one thing. But it seems like undercover even like people are they like they like having a strong leader that's fighting for them and putting yeah. Russia first. Yeah, we we've um had presidents that that uh, right. like to do that and now we have one that does put Russia first. Yeah. <laughs> we sure do. Um so yeah, I think the Russian people feel like Putin is a strong leader and he's not afraid to make moves and the fact that like all of NATO is afraid of him is probably helps his cause. Sure. You know, um, it's not like he even has the Soviet union to back him. Obviously there is no Soviet union union. And, and honestly, how many countries were in the Soviet union? Like 15, 20, something like that. And, and all of them were kind of pissant countries except for Russia. Yeah. In Ukraine was probably number two. I was say, Ukraine was was a big deal in the USSR. Like a lot of the technology came out of there, right? But I mean, I felt like that was all R- Mother Russia. You know, everything was coming out of the Kremlin for the most part. Um, and that, I feel like that's kind of. And I, I listened to this long ass podcast about Gorbachev and Boris Yeltsin and how that fucking dissolved and all the. It was kind of a long, convoluted, complicated story, but I, of what the, the few things I did remember, I think Boris Yeltsin was kind of just like, "Why the fuck do we need all these, like L- Middle Eastern Arabic countries? We share nothing in common with these people. Right. Like, why do we need them? They're not really offering any sort of advantage, and they kind of wanted to bring more attention to Mother Russia and 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 the Russian." like national state and not so much because it wasn't the USSR was like not one country. It was a, it was a union of Soviet republics. So they were like separate, but you, it was kind of like a NATO deal, right? Like they were separate quote countries. I think like they were separate republics. They had their own government, but the central government of the Soviet union was in Moscow. No doubt. Yeah. So, um, I feel like with all the things that that's happened, it's like, did the Cold War ever end? Because now it seems like the Cold War was prolonged because it's like the Cold War continued, but the Soviet Union broke up, if that makes sense. Like in my estimation, like it never the, it, it never really ended. We're still very dubious of of Russia and what they're up to. And now it seems like the Cold War is ending and now a hot war is about to begin, which makes me a little nervous, especially after the. uh the rumbling that we just heard coming from McDill. So that was, I was like, oh, what the fuck? Oh, I I, uh, I found out some information yesterday as well. Um, there were a few C-17s at McDill a few days. Well, explain to the people why this is important. <laughs> uh, one of your friends went there with her son. Oh. That's why. And there was a whole consp- uh, uh, controversy on what planes were there. Mm. C-17s are rarely at McDill. And I guess someone told him, those are C-17s. He said, no, they're not. And I said, well, probably not, because it's usually KC-135s there. Well, I learned yesterday there was there was a few C-17s. There. Oh, there were? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So the kid was wrong? 
possibly. Okay. Well, we'll just keep that between you and I. Right, yeah, we won't tell anybody. You, you made my friend very happy when you told her that her 12-year-old son was telling a Navy SEAL what the fuck was up. <laughs> Apparently, my friend was driving with her son and her, like, uh, I just call him a brother-in-law, like he's a sister's yeah, yeah, yeah. husband's, and he's a Navy SEAL, and I think they just moved to Tampa, and he's, like, telling, you know, the people in the car, those are C-17s, and her 12-year-old son in the back was like, no, they're not! And my friend was like, hey, kid, shut the fuck up. And this, so here's the thing is, normally, there isn't any there. Yeah. There are big, giant KC-135s, which, to the to the to someone who doesn't know planes, they look the same. But if you know planes, they don't look, they don't look the same. Would you say her son knows a fair bit about aviation yeah. for a 12-year-old? Absolutely. Yeah, he seems to, to have taken an interest. Absolutely. He also sees the airport as an amusement park, which is alarming, because that, to me, was is a foreign concept. But, but a lot um, of people do. You know, air shows are big deals. Yeah. Well, yes. Air shows of planes. I do remember my my father, you know, and and my father is a Jewish man and he was all about, you know, free activities around town was. Yes. He's circumcised. (laughs) Let's talk about it. Please. No, God. (laughs) Here's the thing. Like, I love arguing, but it's like, how many times are you going to argue the same fucking point? Sorry, I didn't mean to squirrel you. No, that's cool. So airplanes. My dad dad would take us to there's this little airport by my house called Mm -hmm. Palomar Airport. And um, he'd be like, let's go see the planes take off. And I just remember always being like, no, I don't oh. want to go. So sometimes he would he would take us and he'd be like, would, wow, isn't that cool? Me and my brother would beg my mom to take us to any airport just to like for like an hour or two. Yeah, but see what you just said there, you and your brother and I said, and it's me and my sister. I understand that. Sometimes there's, never mind. Uh, I'm not saying I don't understand why you didn't like it. I just I was just saying sometimes there's bylaw. Never mind. I wouldn't want to cause a a shit storm. Yeah, get us banned from our podcast. <laughs> sometimes there's biological differences, and girls and boys sometimes are interested in different things. Is all I was gonna say. It doesn't have to do with the sex. Come on, it's mm-hmm. just the people. Yeah. So, World War Three. Do I think it's gonna happen? I don't. I don't think so i feel like putin's got it like if if nato is doing all this shit about oh we're never gonna let ukraine fall like putin's got to make some kind of move to show his people he ain't no bitch and if he's just like you know what i'm ripping up this treaty like you know kind of what did nancy Pelosi? it was a state of the union she like ripped on screen yeah i feel like the speech or whatever. yeah the speech i feel like it's kind of like one of those moves where it's just like you know what fuck you we're whatever I don't think Putin really wants to go to war. No. Um, I mean, he's here's the here's the thing. He's either insane and like thinks that Russia is like the almighty military power mm-hmm. or he's realistic in his brain at least and goes, "Look, I know that like if I start something, I won't win this. Like I'm fucked." I think he um but also when you have nukes in your back pocket, you know? Oh no, he can cause damage. Yeah, he's not going to win. He will lose. Yeah, everybody. I mean, at that point, yeah, everyone's going. Yeah, lose. everyone's going to lose. So, not sure what the game plan is. Um, it's getting a little uh tense, and it's just so nice when you, you know, exercise your right to vote, and you vote some people in there, and you go, you know, maybe they'll fix the roads. Maybe we'll get better teachers. Maybe I'll get an extra dollar. But these people are also in control of, you know, if you, if you are going to be sent to war. So that's also, like, really 
alarming mm-hmm. and something you don't really think about is like, oh, you you know, you, you, you elect these people to represent you, to represent the country, and you just hope that they just do statesman stuff and do the dinners, and you hope that they have the meetings that they need to have, and you just hope that, you know, eggs aren't going to be $14 for a dozen, and you just hope that gas isn't going to be, uh, you know, 10 bucks a gallon, and you hope that you just have your job and you can just go to Pizza Hut and you can just live your life. Uh, you're really hoping that these people don't lead you to a, a situation where you need to go and hide in a bunker and take radiation pills. You just hope that the people that you voted in can kind of just keep you, I mean, as safe as they can. You know, shit happens. People break into your house. You might get shot in a drive-by. But when they're really dragging you into geopolitical conflicts where the price is possibly your life— because of decisions that they made, you go, huh, it's interesting how that happens. Mm -hmm. It really is that some humans are dictating the, the, the future of so many other humans and if they live or die. Sure. You know, I've been trying to learn about Chinese history and where, how things happen for them. And um, I really didn't, I really didn't know much about Chairman Mao and how he got started, like, you know, the VH1 behind the music with mm-hmm. uh, Mao Zedong. You know, I, I, you hear about him, you're like, oh, he's a terrible guy. I'm like, but who, what the fuck was he about? What was he doing? How did he rise to power? All that sort of stuff. So I decided to take myself on the YouTubes yesterday and start kind of unpacking who this guy was. And and why and how he essentially built China into what China is today. So, um, and you think about the fact that someone like Mao was responsible for a mere, you know, eighty million dead. <laughs> you know, you think about someone like Joseph Stalin who killed twenty million of his own people, or Hitler, yeah. or and it's so funny that like sometimes just one person can really change the course of history. And, and you know, I heard Lex talking about some stuff, and I've thought about this too, but, you know, like, Hitler was like a baby at one point. Like, he was just like a baby. Yeah. He was like just a little toddler toddler Hitler. Cute thing, just spitting so, up. So fucking cute. Oh, that's cute little Hitler, Hitler spittle. Yeah, he's just, like, oh, fucking shitting himself. He's just cute. Like, you think about Lil Walker... Like, Hitler was that age at one point. He was just, like, a fucking yeah. little guy. Learn how to swim. Yeah. Uh, and he was just, like, a little baby, and he'd cry, but then he'd be coddled by mom. He was sucking on a titty. Like, it's crazy yeah. that, like, something that's that innocent can, like, grow up and just be a Kill fucking <laughs> start a genocide. Yeah. You just think, like, dude, what happened? You were, like, a baby, man. You are just a little babe. Do you think Hitler's mom and dad was, like, upset? Like, do we... You know, do we not raise him right? I don't know. I don't know if they were. I don't know much about his. I, don't I think either, his, his. I think his. I think he was abused. I think that was thrown in there. I don't know if his mom was an alcoholic. Oh, that's an excuse. I'm not saying it's an excuse. <laughs> I just don't know if they like made it to see Hitler in his in you know in, in all his, of his glory. In his prime. Yeah, I don't know if they if they lived long enough for that. I don't know if Dad was around. I really don't know. Um, Isn't that sad when a kid grows up do so much and that your parents don't get to see yeah, it? Yeah, your parents they just see it from heaven. Um, that they made Hitler, and now, were his parents Austrian? I believe so. Okay, don't quote me on that. I don't yeah, really know, don't, but I'm assuming that they yeah. were. 
But, you know, and you just think, like, man, you really co- could have changed the course of, Hitler, of history if you just would have let Hitler into art school. He was just a failing artist. He would have been like Bob Ross. He would have been the fucking Bob Ross of Germany. Just like, these are happy mistakes. Imagine happy mistakes instead of gas mm-hmm. chambers. Like, you really got to think about that. Like, what if you just let him go to art school, but he didn't get in, and I think he tried to get in a few times, and then he was fucking pissed, and then he was starving. Not starving, but, like, couldn't make a living. He was trying to sell his paintings, and nothing was happening, and then suddenly he got kind of caught up in the uh, you know the socialist labor Nazi party and started... Getting really involved at the meetings, kind of like how I'm getting involved in jujitsu. Like you, like you meet some people, and you're like, "Wow, I'm really fucking vibing with what's going on here. I like this, so I'm gonna keep going." And then all of a sudden, now you're a fucking black belt, and now you're the guy that's like people are looking up to, and you're like, "Man, I really got to up the ante. I really got to make these speeches a little bit more compelling. I right. should probably yell more." So to to make <laughs> this all full circle, from Hitler to your father to jujitsu now, right? Um, Bubba asked earlier, uh, because you're Jewish, will you be celebrating Ash Wednesday? Yes. You gonna put a, a Ash cross on your head? I you sure know, am. For, for yeah. Judaism. For yes. <laughs> Listen, Jesus was a Jew. Don't, didn't you know that? Jesus was a Jew, yeah. and I believe that he was. Um, he had a bar mitzvah, and he was a nice Jewish boy until until he a, wasn't. I I have a question. Uh, did he have a bris? I believe he did. He was circumcised. Yeah. So because Jesus was circumcised. Jesus is moil. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe one of the fucking <laughs> wise men. Maybe his dad who was cucked by God. I don't know. Oh, shit. I mean, he was, wasn't he, Joseph? Why did he, Why do we even say he had a dad? He had a stepdad. Oh, no. He, he came from a, from a, a broken home. A broken home. That was the problem. Where mom got raped as a 13. Could you imagine? Can Could people put together a better story? My God. That my 13-year-old was raped by God, uh, you know. Yeah, but you had Jesus, though. Like, it's, it's worth it to have Jesus. Yeah, a memoir. <laughs> my 13-year-old was raped by God and gave birth to the Son of God. <laughs> what? <laughs> You just think that, like, even if that happened, everything worked out fine. You, you just would have thought that, like, listen, it, even if that did happen, hey, calm down, people. We're being sarcastic. You, wouldn't you just try to fudge the numbers? Couldn't she have been sixteen? That's allowed in some states, but thirteen. I mean, come on, Gretchen. I mean, Mary. Look, sometimes you think they're a different age, and you know, you tell you a story you, she later. Lied, she you, lied to God. You tell a story later, and you forget their real age, and you know, things happen. She showed God her ID, and it was a fake one. Yeah. So it's really her fault. She was. I mean, you know, she was in the club. Yeah, she's Virgin Mary. I mean, like the stories that people believe. It's just like. Mm. It's crazy that we're supposed to be the smartest species, but it seems like we're so also easily duped by stories that, you know, we know with certainty in our hearts are true, which to me seems a bit odd so that you can, you know, you're not going to believe in maybe something like climate change or medicine or something like that. But you believe a you believe that book, that Bible book, 
And that's just not a, that's I'm not just trying to like shit on Christians. No. They're just the, they're the easiest and they're also just available for me to make fun of because then, you know, God forbid I say something about Jews as a Jew now I'm Kanye Hummel, you know. Mm-hmm. Or if I say something about another group of people then I'm I got I get blowed up. So I just, you know, you keep it on Christians. There's a, there's very few pockets of people that you can openly mock and Christians are one of them and I'm grateful for that. And fat people are another um uh, unprotected class and i also appreciate that as of now as of now and men are kind of unless they didn't start out that way or they're black or they uh are gay then you have to then you have to tread lightly but you know so i will make fun of christians because it's 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 fair game on them right now yeah and i appreciate that because i got to be making fun of somebody come on life's no fun if you can't be you know judgmental it's just not as fun. You got to just, you got to have something. You got to have some scapegoat. What famous guy said that? Use that. A scapegoat. You know? They just kidding. I was, it was like a Hitler deal. But mm. no, I'm not trying to blame anybody. But it's fun, it's fun to say things and make fun of people. Because that's what we do with our friends, with the people that we're closest with. You know, it's it's so funny because, like, in private, we all know that we make jokes. We're like, fucking this, fucking the Mexican. But in public, we have to play nice, nice, and we all have to pretend that we never make fun of each other ever. Even in our uh, most private moments, we're always 100% on the mark, never going to be out of pocket. But whatever. That's not fun. That's not funny. That's, that's the death of comedy. So with that, I... Uh, I bid everyone adieu. Uh, Blitz, thank you so much thank for uh, doing the Blummel deal with me. The official Blummel podcast. Blummel podcast, which will be uploaded pretty shortly. Well, it doesn't matter because you're, you're just, listening to it just, now. They just heard it. They just heard the whole thing. Sorry, I'm speaking in real time, folks. But no. have a great day, life, when, uh, whenever you end up listening to this podcast. And um, we will see you and you'll hear us when you hear us. <laughs> Hopefully on Twitch one day soon. Yeah. All right. Have a good day. Goodbye. Bye.